you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. It's me, Dexter Loomis, NXT superstar. So here's my shout out to the Going In Raw podcast. Clever name. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, available wherever audio podcasts can be found. Of course, taped live at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. We are on the road to 5,000 subs. Larson, I've committed to if we get 5,000 subs right here on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, I will get a Rawgate Mutant tattoo. Not on well, the neck. Just, I'm not doing it on the neck. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 20,000 subs, you said you would. No. I, oh, I, okay. I, You're I, walking that back. All right. I'm All walking right. that back. I for at When I say at 5,000, I'd get a raw game. It should really be 20,000. I'll get that. Anyways, it's good to have goals. Get uh, a get a get a sleeve, but all of like uh, whatever Rocket Mutant has on his arm. All yeah yeah okay. So I'll just eventually to at like a hundred thousand subs, I will just be Rawgate Mutant. How about there that? There you go. You'll get Rawgate Mutant tattooed all. Oh over no, Weathered Souls <laughs> is already dropping subs and stuff to people. Oh man. Uh, so anyways, we have a new. Uh, North American and NXT champion. Well, we don't have a new North American champion. He already was North American champion. Well, we've got a new. We got somebody's got all the titles now, man. His yeah. name is Keith Lee. Oh, his glory. NXT Lee basking his glory uh, in a really fantastic main event tonight. Keith mm-hmm. Lee beat Adam Cole cleanly. No hint of Killer Cross until we saw the celebrations afterwards. He was watching from afar with Scarlett. Uh, no wonk finish. Uh, no undisputed era. No undisputed era, even though they were outside with Adam Cole uh, walking uh, walking in. But, man, hell of a match. And mm-hmm. the era of Keith Lee has begun, Larson. This is really cool stuff. It really is. Yeah, the limitless era has begun. Um, they're uh, already setting up and Cross to be a challenger at some point. I hope they take their time with it. Take your time. Put them on parallel paths where they're just beating everybody handily. Um, make their clash inevitable mm-hmm. uh, and make it meaningful. If you just throw Cross in Lee's uh, way at SummerSlam weekend and have Cross beat him there, uh, you're gonna get the wrong type of heat on Carrion Cross. Right. That's that's like go away heat. You got to build to that. Yeah. Take your time. Build to it. You don't want uh, you don't want shove you shove them down your throat heat. No. Yeah. No. Um, other matches on the card, they were all pretty good. Yeah. Um, I know you weren't a huge fan of the six-man tag match. No. Too many rest holds for you. Yeah. Uh, I was fine with it. Appropriate amount of rest holds for me. Um, everything else, a lot of fun. Uh, I was kind of concerned coming into the uh, the, the, the night that uh, night one overall had the stronger lineup than night two. Uh, but after watching it, don't necessarily think that was the case. Strong performances across the board. Um, I'm eager to check out Fighter Fest. Uh, to see how that compared to night one of Fighter Fest. But it's uh, been a, a, a really great couple of Wednesdays for those of us who enjoy the pro wrestling. Yeah, I and totally agree. Pretty cool. Uh, I thought that I, I, I agree with you. I thought that coming into tonight, the lineup didn't look quite as strong as, as what AEW was, was programming. Um, that being said, I mean, it's obvious that they were given the directive to treat this as as much as close to a takeover as they could, the participants involved. So we got some really, really like from from my money. Look, the main event was the best match of the night, but Gargano Swerve came pretty oh, man, damn that was, close. That was phenomenal. Came, my only look my only complaint about NXT tonight. I wish they would have given Lee and Cole the takeover main event length, like thirty five to forty minutes. Yeah, they gave you it know? closer to twenty. Yeah, it was about twenty minutes. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that's kind of the one thing I was hoping for. Um, didn't get it. 
nonetheless, it was a really good match. Happy for Keith Lee. Um, Well-deserved. Uh, it was one of those instances, of course, you know, spoilers got out about what happened in advance. And, you know, me generally not caring about spoilers. I was like, oh, what's this? Saw it. Oh, cool. That's exciting. I like yeah. Keith Lee. Happy for him. He wins yeah. the title. And then it happens tonight. And I'm like, okay, cool. Taking notes. It's hard to meet for me to feel uh, like jubilant in the moment, knowing that I knew the finish of the match. Yeah, uh, I don't disagree with that. I think that for me, it, it would have been an interesting if 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 this was live or if I had not known the spoiler. Yeah, or if this was in front of a crowd. Oh yeah, if it was in front of a crowd, they did all. This is the thing about NXT. I've said this before. This is nothing new, but with, with NXT, because of what we had before, it's still at full sale. They still have a crowd there that is, you know, and a lot of, of, of negative space. That's not that different from the full sale crowd in the first place. So to me, NXT is the one brand that has changed the least of all the brands. It just doesn't look all that different. And mm-hmm. the focus is, has always been on the wrestling. And with the cameras, you know, the, with, with, the, with the cameras on the ground that they use, um, you know, you're you're looking up at the wrestlers, anyways, and you're gonna even with full sale there, you're gonna see a lot of dark, shadowy spaces behind them. Well, That's how Kyle it's always was there. Wasn't Kyle there? What's that? Kyle was at full sale tonight, wasn't he? Didn't they show him? Was he there? I thought someone in the chat mentioned. It. I went. Oh, off to I use didn't the, notice that the restroom. And I thought people. Oh were no, no, that no, Kyle no, no. There. Kyle O'Reilly was outside with the oh. undisputed era. Yeah. What it was. I thought I was NXT super fan Kyle, but it was Kyle O'Reilly. All right. That would have been Sorry. rad. That would have been great. That. Yeah. I step out for a minute, come back, and I'm completely lost. Um, <laughs> Cactus Jack has a good point here. Since no one to finish the main event doesn't hinder the match for me, this is a match where you got to appreciate the journey, not the destination. That's usually my philosophy. Um, is I don't mind knowing the results because for me, it is about the journey. Yeah. And it's about the process, seeing how we get to the end point. Um, it was just one of those instances where. I like Keith Lee a lot. I yeah. want to see him succeed. I want to see him do great things. And this is one step in hopefully a much uh, longer, more successful career. And I want to have that 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 mark out reaction to him winning. Um, but just kind of knowing about it in advance, having the match not in front of a full arena, kind of lessened the impact personally for me a little bit. Not to take anything away from his win because it was awesome. It was huge. Um, just my own personal reaction to it. So I really wanted to be, the, you know, Get the the gift moment where I where I'm celebrating, yeah. being super happy and stuff. It just, I think for me, for me, it the, for me it was this the spoiler. I think in a weird way. Well, I don't know. I think yeah, dude. I, look, I would have had a much bigger mark out moment. I would have. I mean, when when I get taken by surprise or something. But then all week I would have been dreading, and I think this probably would have played into it, and it, it enhances the experience. I would have been thinking to myself, man, Killer Cross is totally going to mess up this match. Um, the way they were playing it up, the way they were building the match where you could feel that it's something special, yeah. even even with Keith Lee beforehand, when you see him walking to the the, the, the backstage entrance area, they it's made like, the, the result feel inevitable. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're going to do this, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, I probably would have thought, oh, man, they're going to have Killer Cross. I mean, I might have thought that. But, like, once you got towards the finish of the match, it was like, oh, they're going to do this. I mean, dude, honestly, even a couple weeks ago, like, when they started this stuff, like, it was like, man, they're really going to do this, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Um, Just the way they've been booking Keith Lee. uh, So, yeah. Okay, so where do – I mean, you know, let's just speculate. Try Try to make an educated guess. Uh, Takeover's got to have it, it's got to be a rematch between these two. I would imagine. I would think so. Yeah, yeah. Which would take us then to maybe the Survivor Series Takeover if there's going to be one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the plans are for Killer Cross. I do agree a hundred percent that you can't, you can't do Killer Cross Keith Lee even at the next Takeover, like the one after the SummerSlam one. You got to wait. You got to keep it moving. And uh, I don't know, dude. Like if it's me. I know that Killer Cross is supposed to be a big star and everything, but like Keith Lee is a is a, is a big big deal. Like it's got to be mm-hmm. the kind of thing where if Keith Lee loses it to him, 
that can't be a long title reign. You get if Keith Keith Lee's got to be your foundation guy who gets that exactly. title back after not that long. You know what I mean? Exactly. exactly. Like I just un, I just don't see that with with Killer Cross. But Killer Cross seems like or Carrying Cross seems like the type of guy who's going to be in NXT for a little bit and get put up to, to main. Yeah. You know, I think after one really strong showing. Uh, Vince is going to get the itch to bring him over to Raw or SmackDown. It wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me at all if if that was the plan all along. You know, hey, we'll introduce you as this dominant thing in NXT to get people prepared, and then we'll put you up to main roster. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a smart path for a, for a, a guy that they perceive as a big name like him, anyways. Um, but anyways, let's hop right into this before we get started, Larson uh, Fidelio, uh, Candice LeRae versus Mia Mia Yim in a street fight before the match. Uh, well, I guess the match did start with Candice LeRae coming out and then Mia Yim attacking her from behind to get the early advantage. Um, immediately, they started setting up tables. Chairs were getting involved. This is a really, really fun match with a couple of really sort of jaw-dropping uh, uh, spots involved. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This this was a blast, dude. It was. Uh, so the first kind of jaw-dropping moment, uh, they're, they're fighting into the crowd over by the craft service table. You get a, a little sack of oranges, some bananas. There's some chips. Some chips of some sort. Uh, there was some sort of party tray there too, a real one, not one you get from the grocery store. It was like metal, you know. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and so there's a little platform near it, so they're brawling over there. Uh, so Candace repositions the table, puts me on the platform. They brawl for a bit. Candace is knocked off. She gets a fire extinguisher. You know, does that in Mia's face. Tries to suplex her off platform through table. Mia blocks that. Instead, she drop kicks Candace off the platform through. The table, they go back to the ring. There's a bunch of stuff with chairs. Some garbage cans are used. Um, uh, Mia gets some brass knuckles from her from her gear. Mm-hmm. Makes a swing at Candace. Candace gets a chair up, so Mia hits the chair. Uh, Candace hits Mia a few times with the chair. Gets a bunch of chairs, stacks them up. Uh, early in the match, there's a table that was put across the top rope in, uh, in one of the corners. Mm-hmm. So uh, she, Candace goes up there. Mia does too. They're brawling up there. Uh, Candace pries the brass knuckles off of Mia's hand, uh, clocks her with the brass knuckles, and then hits the swinging neck breaker off the table onto that giant pile of chairs to get the win. Yeah, yeah. It was no. really well. It was it was a, it was a, it was a strong finish. It was pretty great because they did a picture in picture commercial break right after the match, and it was just Mia and Candace in there just selling. They're just there, laid out. Yeah, they were laid out the for a while. Match. Yeah. That was a, that back, was a really smart move. Come back from commercial. Johnny comes out, helps Candace out of the ring. So, uh, who noted this? Uh, uh, Shy Town noticed this here in our Twitch chat. NXT's Instagram posted a great picture of Adam Cole and Keith Lee shaking hands after the match. Uh, his question is: Should it have been shown to TV on TV to end the show? I don't know. Maybe that's a great moment. That's a really great moment. I don't know. Maybe open. I mean, does that does that potentially indicate that uh, Adam Cole Bebe is on his way out? I don't know. There's also there's also pictures of uh, on their uh, on Triple H's Twitter account of him. They li- literally like the biggest smiles on both their faces, looking looking like it's post match. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it's definitely post match. Uh, him with. This kind of picture, but without the pointing, he's just shaking their, uh, the hand of Adam Cole, and they oh. both look very happy. And yeah. then, uh, and then there's one of him with Adam Cole backstage, looking like it's post match, and it looks like Triple H is giving him a pep talk of some sort. Interesting. Um, Interesting. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Undisputed Era is gonna. I mean, Dexter Loomis just beat Roderick Strong last week. Mm-hmm. There's not much more you can do with that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that maybe they're gone. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll find out. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. After that, we had Bronson Reed versus Tony Nese. A much-needed win 
for uh, Bronson Reed, but this was a really fun match, man. These guys both gave it a lot. Tony Nice is just a really, really great competitor. He's a really great performer yeah. in the ring. Uh, Bronson yeah. Reed picks up the win here with a huge splash. Uh, I kind of feel like they could have had this match next week because it wasn't like it was a huge buildup. And then there's, just give it more time to no build, Cole. right? Yeah. No build. To, to Cole to, and, and, and mm. Keith Lee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, after that, we had a Mercedes Martinez video package. She would re-debut later on in the night. Mm -hmm. uh, afterwards, we had a really funny comedy bit with Robert Stone Brand. Of course, he had announced earlier that he was going to uh, have a big announcement, and uh, he would get to talk about, or he was going to announce who his latest signee is for his uh, uh, upstart promotion. <laughs> Yes, uh, agency, I guess. Yeah, uh, he's like, we're about to witness history. Uh, I think Sarah's interviewing. Wait, is it Sarah? Or... Yeah, no, Mercedes, right? Is it Mercedes? Who's the other no. blonde? There's Sarah, and who's the other? Mackenzie. Yes, Mackenzie. Mackenzie Mitchell. Mackenzie Mitchell. Mercedes. Uh, anyways, uh, so they all walk up to Shotzi all awkwardly. She's, she's sitting in her tank. Yeah, she's fine tuning her tank. And uh, he's like, here she is, Shotzi Blackheart. Are you ready to join? And uh, he's like, Robert Stonebrand is on fire. And she's like, yeah, it's on fire. It's a dumpster fire. And uh, she doesn't want to sign. He's like, are you crazy? So he tosses his coffee behind him and uh, starts giving her some crap. And then everybody turns around. Everybody's like, oh, crap, you just messed up. And he turns around. Killian Dane has just had the coffee thrown on him. He tosses stone into a road case, and then Shotzi runs over his leg with the tank. Uh, this was pretty funny stuff. It was pretty funny because through the picture-in-picture -picture commercial break, we see them trying to uh, pry Robert Stone's foot out from underneath the tank. Yeah, that was really good stuff. It was pretty good. I like that they're uh, using Robert Stone brand to provide some much-needed comic relief on NXT. For the longest time, it was just like everybody is like super badass uh, fighter character. And it was, it was a pretty mirthless show. Yeah. It really wasn't fun. I mean, like, it was fun to watch the matches and stuff, but in terms of the storylines, there was a whole lot of fun stuff going Dude, on. Dude, it, it, no, it, it became like, I love, I love NXT. I just really like how it's, what it's been like the last couple months. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, there was a stretch there where it was like they were trying to have many takeovers every episode. And it's like, hey, yeah. look, I appreciate a good match. I really do. I appreciate a good 20 minute banger. I really don't need that, ev like, for every match. With yeah. little to no story going on. Need variety. Yeah. Uh, Need speaking variety. of variety, after that we had Isaiah Swerve Scott oh, man. versus Johnny Gargano. Swerve, man, talk about ready for main roster. This guy is so completely smooth in the ring. His in-ring character work, his out-of-the-ring character work, it's all ready to go. This mm -hmm. match with Johnny Gargano was one of my favorites of tonight. Oh, yeah. It was exceptional. There is fantastic. A, this is one of those. This is one of those matches where it's like we can describe a lot of this stuff, but to really appreciate it, just go watch the dang match. If you're a fan of 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 counter wrestling, yeah, this is a match for you because it seemed like both of them watched tape on their opponent and knew exactly what we we're going to do. So we had a lot of countering, uh, a lot of stalemates, a lot of standoffs, and there was one especially on the outside where they're doing all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. Sort of like jumped out of the ring and all ended where they were going to super kick each other, and they held back, stand off. They both go and beat the 10 count. Uh, Johnny goes for a slingshot. Again, Swerve doing his advanced scouting, escapes that, sends Johnny out of the ring, hits the tope. He's got the upper hand for a while. Uh, we see a lot of back and forth. At one point, Johnny locks in the Gargano escape. Swerve rolls him up. Johnny kicks out, hits super kick. Uh, that eventually leads to Swerve hitting his finish. However, Johnny kicks out. Mm -hmm. So Swerve goes up on top. Johnny rolls to the apron. Uh, he lunges, grabs Swerve's ankles, so they're up there trading some blows. Uh, eventually, though, Swerve kicks Johnny off the apron, goes for a double stomp, misses. He's selling leg a little bit. Johnny pushes him into the ring post, follows with the poison Rana, tosses him back in the ring, hits the slingshot DDT to get the win. But just yeah. exceptional stuff. Swerve is so smooth. He's he's a phenomenal wrestler. Johnny, of course, Johnny Wrestling, he's really good too, obviously. So these, these two guys put on an absolute clinic. Um, uh, in terms of just surprises, mm -hmm. in terms of the creativity of the match itself, this takes top honors for me for the yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff with Cole and Lee were things that we'd seen before. We'd just never seen it directly in a one on one encounter between the yeah, two. Yeah. And it was, it's, it's also a situation, too, where they, 
they didn't go for the high spot route, which we've seen in Keith Lee's matches against like Dijakovic. They didn't yeah. do that. Yeah, right. They took a re- very deliberate pace and told a story uh, at, in a very, uh, at a very deliberate pace. And this was just bang, 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 move, 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 move. But I never felt like the story got left behind in the midst of all the moves. Yeah, I agree. I agree totally. I mean, honestly, it's probably going to be Swerve's best match mm-hmm. because it's Johnny Gargano. And I feel like this is literally the best opponent he could possibly have. Um, so, yeah, that, that's good just stuff. Just really just full of creative counters and, 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 and whatnot. It was really fun. 100%. Uh, after that, we had a video package. This is another very clever video package with that EO Shirai underwater stuff. Oh, so good. This time she was talking, of course, about Tegan Knox, who's the number one contender, and that match apparently is happening next week. Yeah. That should be good. Yes. Uh, I would not be surprised to see Dakota Kai get involved in that one. You're probably right. Uh, next, we had uh, Legado del Fantasma taking on Bree Zango and Drake Maverick. Um, this was a fun match. Got really good towards the end, and uh, uh, Drake ended up taking the L. Uh, he goes up to the top rope. Santos kicks him off. Uh, hits a nasty-looking Phantom Driver. He put a lot of extra torque on that put one. Put some stank on that one. He did. He did. Uh, Fondango had his, a, a, a spell in this match where he got a hot tag. Just went on an absolute run. Um he uh, clears the ring. Gra- uh, military presses. Drake tosses him onto Santos and his crew. Follows his own springboard moonsault, but then he's selling knee after that. So uh, Legado del Fantasma starts working over his knee. Didn't really play a huge role in the finish. Uh, it was Drake getting the hot tag, uh, taking it to Santos at first, but then the end eats a Phantom Driver. Legado del Fantasma wins. Um, I'm trying to think. Hey, what do you think? Who do you think is a good? Set of opponents for Legato del Fantasma, LDF, um, like Imperium. They're a, they're a four man crew, you know, mm-hmm. and they could they could have some killer matches. Imperium they versus. Could. I don't know if they're going to kind of keep uh, uh, Santos and and Joaquin Wild or Raul Mendoza kind of in the as like a three kind of man. The, well, kind of in the cruiserweight sphere. I know uh, Fandango's not a cruiserweight, but Drake definitely is, and Tyler Breeze. Uh, is as well. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how much crossover they're going to have with uh, uh, kind of the rest of NXT. Are they going to kind of just be more or less two hundred five slash cruiserweight? Have uh, they? Competitors? I've not watched two hundred five. Have they made any appearances? Do you know? I do not know on that. Because um, yeah, you're probably right. Because I mean, he's the cruiserweight champion. That's a good point. Um, yeah, it'll be kind of it'll be interesting. Yeah. Two hundred five now. Uh, Patrick Levis says Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch. That's like the perfect first opponent, you know, for mm-hmm. those guys. But then I also don't know if it's going to be like Raul and and uh, Joaquin Wild are going to be the tag team, and he's going to be the singles guy. Like I wonder how all that's going to work out. Wow. So right now, on this is just Wikipedia, the two hundred five live roster consists of Arya Davari, Brian Kendrick, the Singh brothers, Tony Nice. Wow. The only names listed here. So I know, um, I think it's Everrise. I think Everrise mm-hmm. was on last. They were on this last week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then they had that promo that was on like uh, the dot com, dot com or, something. or something like and that. And everybody yeah. was talking about it. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So, gotta, yeah. so yeah, people are saying that, yeah, all of Legato were on uh, 205 Live last week. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess they're going to be in the cruiser. They look like a million bucks. They oh, look yeah, like man. they shouldn't be. And I don't mean, I don't say this. Like, the cruiserweights are not in a great state, depending. Like, okay, so they don't they don't consider Swerve a cruiserweight? Well, he kind of goes back and forth. Yeah, he, kinda, he could do either sort one. Sort of like Lorcan and Birch kind of go back and they forth. They go back you know? and forth, yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of the... And I, I guess that's part of the, you know, the, the, the crossover between... Because 205 is, is, is a NXT brand, yeah. not a main roster brand. So I guess that makes sense. Do they? Well, hold on a second. The crew, yeah, it's the NXT Cruiserweight title. So it is when they actually have two hundred five. Do they? Do they brand it as such? Is two? Does is two hundred five? I did notice. I didn't watch two hundred five last week, but I saw a still. Oh no, some of the the footage they were showing uh, tonight to to build up the Tony Nese match. Um, I assume that was from two hundred five because uh, it, he didn't have a match last week on NXT, and it was with the Great American Bash branding in the background. Okay, cool. Right on. That's neat. So they branded NXT and just kind of, you know. Uh, I just feel, I guess my, I guess my main point is like they can clear out the cruiserweight division in like a month, 
you know. Yeah. And then like well, I, you, they look great. They need a they need a bigger opponent. Yeah. If you look at the the cruiserweights on the NXT roster, you got you got Birch, you got Lorkin, Drake, uh, Swerve if you want to, Jake Atlas. Uh, of course, there's uh, Joaquin Wild. There's Kushida. Oh, um, Kushida. That would, be, those, that would be great. That'd be, that that'd be, be a really terrific... Uh, yeah. That'd Tyler Breeze. Really, so really there's, you know, there's, there's plenty of talent there. Yeah. Um, a pretty solid division. They look great. Their ring gear is just... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Their gear is awesome. It's beautiful. After that, we had a Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae interview where, you know, they both picked up wins. They're asked, what's next? And he says, you know, look at us. We're, we're the great American bash. We're the great American power couple. No, we're the best power couple in the world. And she says, maybe in the universe. And yeah. he's like, you know, but I just have to wonder what would have happened if Finn hadn't gotten in my way. I'd be double champ now, uh, but I'll deal with him later. Uh, and Candace is like, you know what? I think we both have some wrongs that we need to make right. And he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, let's do that. And they they yeah. leave. So they leave. Yeah. Uh, next, we have the re-debut of Mercedes Martinez in the match against Santana Garrett. Are there any better enhancement talents right now? And I use that in the most respectful way possible yes. than Santana Garrett. I said this during our live stream. She is always in danger of outshining her opponents because mm-hmm. she is so good in the damn ring. Mm-hmm. But, man, yep. what a re-debut for Mar- Mercedes Martinez. That oh, entrance man. was killer. The entrance attire was something else. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty awesome. Mm. Um, she got the win, perfect plex. Yeah, uh, I imagine she's going to go on a pretty uh, significant run here. They're probably going to build her up to be uh, quite a force in the women's division. I would suspect. Oh yeah, for sure. After that, we had a Damian Priest promo. <laughs> These are my favorite. Hyping up his match against Cameron Grimes next week. Uh, we're both of the opinion that he should totally lose this match, uh, so we can get more momentum. So his name can live in infamy. They have real like he, he it's he's he lives in like this weird bizarro universe, where he seems to like think that you you do better the worse your situation is. Like he get he get he's been chumped out every step of the way. Now he's totally gonna win this match next week. I really don't want him to because I think it'd be hilarious. But I love Damian Priest. I think he's terrific. Uh, his promos. He's he's honestly he's the new Baron Corbin slash Dominic Dijakovic, but with the, and he's a good wrestler too. He's a good wrestler. He does he some is, cool he stuff. Is. He is. He's very much the new Baron Corbin. He you is. Know? Uh, Baron Corbin in NXT was. He's gr- Baron has grown a lot as a performer on the main roster. He has. And yet he hasn't. But at his core, he's still Baron Corbin. He's still Baron Corbin. Yeah. And, you know, if Damian Priest has the same career arc, it's not a bad thing. Baron mm-hmm. Corbin's carved out a pretty decent career for himself. Anybody would be happy to be in yeah. Baron Corbin's position. Um, but there's there's a lot of similarities there. There are. There are totally a lot. Are, yeah. A yeah. lot. Yeah. Uh, after that, to hype up main event, we had a winner-take-all video package where uh, Mick Foley, looking like an old-timey prospector. Yeah, he did. Totally did. Um, and Shawn Michaels, also Again. looking like old-timey prospector. <laughs> yeah. With their... Full full beards. Oh, just grizzly um, beards. Their picks. Beautiful grizzly beards. <laughs> I did not notice if uh, people uh, said Michael he didn't. Wearing, people said he didn't. I didn't was notice that either. Air hat? Right. I don't know what hat he was wearing, but apparently it was not the undisputed. Well, he picked Keith Lee to win, so he could would, be wearing the undisputed air hat if he, that was his pick. I was wondering if he was wearing a Keith Lee hat. Yeah, I didn't notice. Yeah, I didn't notice. Anyways, that takes us to our main event. Uh, a really fun match. They took their time. Um, they weren't focusing on spots so much. They were focusing on telling the story. Um, and it, was, it started pretty early on where Keith Lee was using his strength advantage. Um, at one point, he sends Cole from the ring. Uh, ringside, he charges towards Adam Cole, who's against a barricade. Cole sidesteps. Uh, that makes Lee go through the barricade, go through the plexiglass. That's right. Uh, Cole follows with a bunch of uh, shots around the ringside. I think he drove in the ring post, tossed in the ring steps. He maintains control for a while. He's in Keith Lee's face talking trash. He's on the verge of taking down that knee pad, setting up for that last shot with the exposed knee. End of the match early. Lee grabs his wrist, uh, starts to come back, eats a pump kick, shakes that off, hits power slam, gets a two. Um, and it was it, it was all about Keith Lee. It, it just seemed like that one initial shot through the barricade was enough to kind of stun him for a good portion of the match. Mm-hmm, yeah. 
and then uh, Cole was able to, you know, do a series of offense from here you know, from time to time. Keith Lee would make a brief comeback, but especially towards the end, like Adam Cole was just like pretty much super kick Keith Lee at will. Yeah, and yeah. Lee would just kick out of everything. Yeah, it was it was really great. It, they really gave Keith Lee the respect that they have been building him up with for all this mm-hmm. time. You know, mm-hmm. eating like you said multiple super kicks. He ate two last shots, I think. Was it one? Two? He, he was it just the one? one? No, he ate two. Sorry, he kicked out of one. Cole hit another one and was going for a Panama he was going Sunrise. For, that's right, the Panama for the yeah. spirit bomb. Yeah, the second spirit bomb that Keith Lee hit on down with Cole. Was oh my nasty. gosh! Yeah, and then there was the uh, the the Larry he gave him the the clothesline he gave him where Adam where Cole, Cole did the whole flip his, thing, but he landed on his on his neck basically. Yeah, man, it just looked really really rough. So much that Adam Cole made Keith Lee look like a million bucks tonight. Um, and it was it was the perfect crowning match. It really was. Mm-hmm. It was really good. So the finish of that, so as I said earlier, Cole's just hitting a bunch of super kicks. That gets him a two count. He drops the knee pad, hits another last shot, so the second of the match. Goes up the second rope, going for Panama Sunrise, telling Lee to get up. Uh, he finally does. Uh, Cole jumps off the second rope. Lee catches him, hits a huge spirit bomb. Mm-hmm. Picks him up. Uh, big bang catastrophe. Get the win. You get the streamers. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. And and to share up there with their cell phones taking pictures for their Instagram live a week ago. And then of yeah, course yeah. you see Karrion Cross and Scarlet up there mm-hmm. somewhere really high up where there's some, some kind of like the stuff. rafters. Maybe it's uh, someone said in our, our YouTube chat, maybe it was like the control room or something. Well, I, don't I know. thought that maybe it's like the sound area. Cause there was some Could like be. tech stuff next to him. Could be. Um, so he was up there and then like they laugh, she walks away and then he sneers. Which is sort of their gimmick at this point, to be honest. He straightens with you. his jacket, yeah. He straightens his cheesy leather jacket. It's leather blazer. From like 1999. Oh, you're not the leather blazer? I'm not, no, I'm not. No, uh uh-uh. uh. No. Nothing screams bad guy more than leather blazer, though, does it? Nothing screams bad guy from like 1999 than a leather blazer. It's a throwback to the, the Y2K stuff, man. Doomsday stuff. Uh, yeah. That way. Yeah. Well, you know, that just passed with a with a fart, basically. You know, yeah. nothing really happened there. No, I'm aware. But no, he's a very imposing guy. He seems like a cool. I like I like Killer Cry. I think he seems like a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but will that translate to? Do I find him? In, you know, a believable, com- compelling in the ring. Yes. No, I yeah, understand exactly. That. 
Give it time. Anyways, we'll answer some questions. Well, before we do that, we have to check in with Robert Stonebrand because he's on oh. Twitter right now. This is absolutely hilarious. There's an update. There is an update. He, he can't feel his legs. Oh, dear. Um, Triple H must have found that tank bit. I think Triple H is honestly becoming a monster because this is he's going to turn into the new Vince, man. I think he's just going to morph into the Vince where he finds like he's going to have his own weird sense of humor. I thought the tank stuff was hilarious, but evidently yeah, was funny too. Triple H did too. He retweeted NXT's tweet about the tank. Uh, he says, this is up there with some of the most devastating vehicular attacks in WWE history. <laughs> and then he says... He tweets this, tanks for stopping by, I'm sorry, tanks for stopping Robert Stone, Shotzi. Wow. He said tanks. You dropped a pun in there. That was the most dad thing I've ever seen. Uh, uh, Robert Stonebrand retweeted that with the comment, I can't feel any part of my body right now, Hunter. Help. Um, So, yeah, all really good stuff there for Robert Stonebrand. Yeah, let's... uh, Let's answer some questions. Let's answer some questions. Gareth Nicholas uh, asks, is Tony Nese's body guy gimmick holding him back? In all caps, Gareth says, boring. What does he need to do to push his ceiling? Boy, he really had a good thing going when 205 was a loaded roster. Um, Unfortunately, that show has been basically decimated. Um, It's funny because the names you read, somebody here in chat was saying that none of those guys, Kendrick, Davari, the... uh, the Singh brothers, they haven't been seen in weeks. Yeah. It's all like the NXT cruiserweight guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't I know mean, what to do with Tony. Hey. He, just needs, he just needs to be, I think he just needs to be a badass guy that likes to fight. I think because uh, the body guy thing when he was counting his abs, that was funny. Yeah. Some of his crap talk he would do at top of the ramp when he was counting his abs, that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but from the personality slash promo aspect, that's never necessarily been his strong suit. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a fantastic in-ring performer. You know, and I and think in terms of character work in-ring, it's fine. But the promo aspect of it uh, needs a little work, maybe. Or maybe just needs a character that channels more of who he actually is. You know, I hate to say this, but the best story 205 might have ever had was Enzo. And the potential, the potential of all of his, like, disciple guys turning on him. If they had followed through with that, that was a star making turn for Drew Gulak, right? It there. was. It totally was. And they were getting there with with Tony Nese as well. I feel, mm-hmm. um, and even like Davari, like they yeah. had such a good thing using Enzo, and for what if only they would have really run with that. Um, and I forget where that fell in terms of his dismissal from the company. I forget, but like I feel like they they had that bit where everybody was attacking Drew. And it's like, man, they really could have gone I know. somewhere with that, and they, they ended I up not doing well, I that. Thought, I even thought Tony Nese was all right when he was when he turned face in the suit against Murphy when he won the title. I yes, he was yeah, stuff there, that was too. really good stuff, too, yeah. That was good stuff. Yeah, he. I mean, I guess he's he still has a job with the company. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, you know, that's a positive thing. Um, well, I think yeah. an uh, in-ring worker of that magnitude, you'd be hard-pressed to let him go. He's so good. He's I think so it's a good match with anybody. Yeah. As we saw tonight, uh, James Fletcher on Impact. Tommy Dreamer wanted a TNA title match against Moose, uh, so he called Moose a flat earther. So uh, is Moose, Moose isn't a flat earther, is he? I don't know. I never heard that before. Uh, maybe somebody in chat knows. He said, "So make a team of flat earthers." Um, AJ, we got AJ, obviously, yeah. wasn't uh, Flip Gordon a flat so. earther? So Flip so. and AJ. And then now Moose. That's a that's a pretty decent trio right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dang MQ, which brand is the best fit for Undisputed Era? Dang MQ thinks SmackDown. <sighs> We've seen that before, and it was pretty damn good. And think of the mm-hmm. matchups: Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, mm-hmm. Matt Riddle. I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen Matt Riddle and Adam Cole, but it was um, good. It was good. It was really good. Cesaro, Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, SmackDown's the place to go. That's the place to go. That's definitely a place to go. Uh, Aberson 97, Santos Escobar has money written all over him. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Robbie De, Rob, Robbie why is NXT doing dark matches? They use a dark match to motivate the Bronson Reed-Tony Unice match. Why would they oh, have even had them? What? 
They had a what? Yeah, okay, that's what it was. Because they, they had that match where Bronson Reed beat Leon Ruff, and then the footage they showed of Tony Nese was he was also beating Leon Ruff. And then uh, Bronson Reed, after the after the match, came out and laid into Tony Nese, I think because he was beating up Leon Ruff too much. That wasn't a 205 match? I guess not. I guess it was a dark match. I thought it was 205. Why would they have had a dark match? There's. I know, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. So I'll see what the results are for what was last week. Yeah, look at 205. Uh, let's see here. Chris Rappersod. Steve, are you happy that we had a finish to the double championship match? I am happy. Yes. Uh, he also says for both of us, what was your reaction when you first found out the spoiler? We already talked about, you know, how it affected us going into the match, but yeah, I guess my reaction. So I told you this before and I clarified it to you later, but all I saw in the picture before I saw it like for a split second was the massive amount of confetti. My eye didn't lock on to who was in the ring, but my thoughts my thoughts at the point were, well, they're not going to do that for Adam Cole because this is really it's not really about him winning the North American title. It's about Keith Lee winning the big title and having all the belts. Uh, so last week there was no Leon Ruff versus Tony Nese match, so I don't get it. Yeah, somebody explain that one to us. When did that match happen? Or was it just a, was it just a dark match? That was never on TV. That Why would they have a dark match? To motivate a match tonight. Was it a dot-com exclusive or something? If I'm sitting in there in the crowd, and I'm like, I don't need a... Hello, I'm... You're paying me to be here and be enthusiastic. You're not showing this anywhere. Yeah, because a week before that, it was Swerve versus Tony Nese. I'd be like, look, I don't need... Like a match to get me warmed up. Apparently, that was the only match last week on 205 was Swerve versus Tony Nese. It's a dark match to set up the story, I guess. That's so weird. They should have just filmed like the finish to that match. Like, I hope that I hope that was like a two minute match. Are they only doing one match a, a night on a on a 205? Is 205 like 15 minutes long now? Although last week, I guess they had more, but some of these just have one match. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I guess I'd explain because all the other pictures are, are have the 205 live branding with the purple and the orange. Yeah. That thing definitely had the... That's all very confusing. Anyways, Jonathan, I see people saying I just beat air to SmackDown, but think they should go to Raw and force everyone in the MVP stable to finally unify. Hey, that's not a terrible idea. That's a, that's a That'd be a cool faction right there. Good mm-hmm. faction versus faction thing. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Foster with WWE buying Evolve. Uh, when things get back to normal-ish, should they do Evolve TV shows involving the undercard and house shows for NXT people? Yes. I think Evolve should become the new developmental brand. The Florida Loop. The Florida Loop, yeah. I, I Yeah, I do think that. Josh Denby calling Candice costing Tegan next week to set up a feud there. Entirely possible. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, let's see here. Church Jackson. Is AW... <laughs> what the hell? He says, this is a, he says, serious question. Is AEW leaving money on the table by not having a super conservative Trump supporter type guy? <laughs> Wouldn't... <laughs> With the amazingly inclusive roster, wouldn't uh, 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 <laughs> wouldn't that type of guy make a crazy interesting heel? No, nah, man, it's the the country is in too sensitive of a state right now. I people watch wrestling to get away from that stuff. Even yeah, I even understand when people like when we even hinted that stuff here on the show. I mean, people know our our political beliefs, especially mm-hmm. you know with the stuff going on lately. But I understand the point of view that people bring to us when they say, hey, I come to your show for an escape from that stuff. Yeah, I, I understand that, too. I hate why well, I honestly do not like watching the news these days because it's just I, I I it bugs the crap out of me. A lot of the stuff that's happening. So, like, I understand that point of view. And that's why, yeah, I do try to keep this show free from that stuff when possible. Um, the, and and to keep on with that thread. I don't think anybody's leaving money on the table. I think it'd be off-putting because I think people want an escape from stuff in general. Yeah. Agreed. 
Gareth asks, uh, would you consider doing live stream watch-alongs on Wednesday in the future, or is this a special exception? Uh, we've just approached it thus far as if it's just kind of a special thing because uh, they're, they're marketing the shows as special things. But you know, I guess in the future, you never know. I'm, I'm open to doing it um, as part of our road to, what I say, 5,000 subs. Mm-hmm. I'm open to doing it. Sure. Uh, Ed Fries, it was the same place where uh, he's talking about where Karrion Cross was. The same place Ciampa was watching matches from the early in his heel turn, wasn't it? Maybe. Interesting. Maybe. Maybe. Interesting. Uh, let's see here. Toby Whittle. Uh, would you rather see Adam Cole on main roster without the Undisputed Era or all of the Undisputed Era go to AEW? I'd rather see. I want. I never want them to break up. They so be send them to AEW. Always. Oh, no, uh, some names we didn't mention for on SmackDown. New Day against Undisputed Era. Whoa. It's got to be SmackDown. Oh, it's got to be SmackDown, man. Come on. Omega Advent with half of the year over. Who would you say has had the best half of the year? and Who's had the worst half? Only stipulation to the question is you cannot name someone who WWE released as having the worst half of the year. I wouldn't have said the, the half of the this half of the year is over. I'd say it's uh, got go away heat at this point, Larson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, what now? Who's had the best <laughs> half of the year? Uh, probably Oscar. It's two names. It's Oscar or Randy Orton. Oh, Randy Orton's had such a great year. And then the worst half of the year. Vince McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. But like on screen, who's had the worst year? It's got to be somebody. Shayna. Shayna, yes, for yes. sure. Yes, it is Shayna. Yeah. Uh, Heel Long Heavy, Steve, 2K Battlegrounds released a creative wrestler screenshot with uh, somebody looking like a Fallout character. Oh, really? Hmm. Was it on their Twitter? Where was that? I, I just looked at their Twitter. I didn't see anything like that. This is a good question. Fear and Loathing, would you let Robert Stone represent going in raw? Yes. No. Uh, dang MQ, have you guys seen Dan Matha's new look? It's on his Instagram. Have not. Um, oh, here it is. Uh, no, no, I haven't really. What is it? Thank you, Chaos Serenity, for the sub. Zondo, I find it funny that Vince criticized AEW for blood and guts and now are promoting a match where the goal is gouging out someone's eye. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> oh that's that is that is hilarious. What's his gimmick? You have to go. Are you? Do you have your phone near you? Yeah, it's in my hand. Look up just, Dan Matha's thing. Just look. Go to Instagram and look up Dan Matha. It's outrageous. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's pretty oh, funny. Oh god, that's great. He's so for the people who don't see, he has a beard. He's got like hair. But he shaved the top of his head, so he's, he looks like he's bald up there. It's really weird. He looks like a follow character that I would create. That's pretty funny. All right, where's the dang screenshot of the fallout? Is he shaving his guy? head, or is he, has he lost his hair? Because in NXT, no. he had it shaved. He had it shaved all the way off in NXT. You think that is his natural? Could be. Some people go bald early, man. That's pretty. I, I need to see the top of his head. Otherwise, I, it, it looks like just from uh, looking at him, cutting a promo here, it looks like it could be legit. Can somebody tweet at me this damn Battlegrounds create a character thing? Can't see shit, Captain. Uh, oh, I got to go back to the thing here. All right. Um, Stevie Bradley's doppelganger, Wood Larray versus Kim. Would Candice LeRae versus Mia Yim been even more intense with blood? Or is that just the association we're expecting from LeRae due to the previous Crimson Mask? I don't expect that from her at all. Because I, don't I haven't think that was I don't think that was intended that night either. <laughs> I don't uh I haven't seen that in NXT. I only have seen that on my now unwearable shirt. Can't wear that one anymore. Yeah, you can't wear that one anymore. <laughs> Uh, oh dog, do you think WB goes to the double champ too often? No, I don't think they do it that often. <laughs> no, no. This is when's the last time we saw me Naito, right? That was it. Heel long heavy to give Raw a Pro to get undisputed era. They could debut attacking Drew McIntyre again. 
<laughs> That'd be good. Hey, I like yeah. that. That's good. That's pretty good. Like, oh, these guys again? Uh, O-Dog, who do you think takes the each belt off Keith Lee now that he's champ champ? Does he well, have to defend them twice? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We've, we've gone over this before, the various scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like the idea of a tournament uh, for the North American Championship. And he's no, like, I think you should defend both of them, man. That's what Seth Rollins did. I think that's that's the template they should follow. Nah. That's what I think. I want two Keith Lee takeover matches per takeover. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Would you stop busting in here, dog? Uh, Weathered Dead. Souls, who is an NXT wrestler who would benefit more uh, benefit from going to AEW and vice versa for an AEW wrestler going to NXT? Is there anybody in the a- AEW that benefit being an NXT system versus AEW? Uh, I would say anybody without... I'm trying to think. I'll throw this XLEX. I feel like if they debut in NXT because the tag division isn't nearly as loaded, yeah, they would st- right to the top. That's a good. An- that's a really good answer because I was thinking of people. You're right because that's NXT's weakness is their tag division. I would do it. I'd do the Butcher and the Blade mm-hmm. because for some reason they've been relegated to jobbers. NXT wrestler benefit going to AEW. Um. I think Cameron Grimes could have been good in AEW. Yeah. Or Trevor Lee. He's such a character, you know? Yeah, he is. Uh, Fear and Loathing. Steve versus Larson. Hot dog eating contest. Who wins? We could both put away hot dogs. We did both did, uh, this was years ago, but in one night, went to a ball game. Dollar hot dog night. I think we each put away six, which isn't a ton. <laughs> I'm getting attacked by my idiot dog. I could see that. Um, who would win in a hot dog eating contest? I mean, look, I would like to say me, but I don't know. Sometimes the the weird skinny guys like they they do that. They they are able to put them away more, and then they what's have the that, most, that weird little bubble belly thing going. What's the what's the m- most hot dog they ever had one sitting? Probably that time. Probably that time. But really? I don't know. If, yeah. Okay. When I was a kid. I had like eight or nine. Wow, that's impressive. I've never done that before. Really? We should do that sometime. Maybe for the 24-hour stream, we'll have a hot dog eating contest. <laughs> It'll just be us trying not to fall asleep. Just start writing stuff down. I don't know what her deal is. She's, like, attacking me. Maybe she's hungry. Oh, you fed her. I uh, fed her. Loathing. For all the crap we give Robert Stone brand, what in the heck is Chelsea Green doing? I think she's supposed to get a call up to Maine. She's stuck in limbo with uh, Dijakovic. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is a good question. Jonathan, with all the new talent since the last one, which current roster talents would you would be a part of a team uh, of Team McGruber in a reboot? Say they had a situation where it was the <laughs> volcano, right? And so they have, had to have a McGruber-led episode of Raw. Yeah. Uh, what talents would you uh, have joined forces with McGruber? I've never seen that movie, but I get the feeling it's hilarious. It's probably really funny. I should probably mm-hmm. – I need to check that out. Mm-hmm. So who, man, boy, I don't know. Uh, Baron Corbin. Damian Priest. Yeah. And uh, Cameron Grimes. Perfect. Uh, Tobias Dub, have you guys played The Last of Us 2 yet? No. No, it's too involved. Steve hasn't played Last of Us 1 yet. I haven't played played that yet. Collected Dust, either of either. Uh, Joe Juarez, are you guys doing a Dominion live stream? Probably not. When is that? This weekend. It's on the thirteenth. No. What day is the thirteenth? I might. Oh, hey, you know, you know Sunday what I night. You know what I'm. Oh, it's Sunday night. Uh, that's kind of. I'll tough. watch it. I'll watch it the next day, probably. I might try to watch it when I go on my little mini vacation next week. That's next week, by the way. Okay, that's fine. Uh, let's uh, see here. Uh, Jorge D, what's better, Del Taco or Taco Bell? It's Del Taco. Del Taco, easily. Shaq, easily. 462, did you guys see Pillman's match in AEW? I have not seen it yet. Now, you always have to preface those questions with, 
Did you guys watch AEW Dark? If so, did you watch XYZ? Because we can cut you off at did you watch AEW Dark? <laughs> oh man. It's not like it's not that I don't want to. It's that Tuesday. So many hours in a day. Exactly. Exactly. All right. White Brownie has a question. Join one, party with one, and disband one. Bullet Club, Undisputed Era, New World Order. Uh, party with the L. Party with the NWO. Okay. Because Nash and Hall were all about the strip clubs. Okay. That would be a that would be a pretty gnarly party. Disband Bullet Club. They should have been disbanded when the elite left. And then joined Undisputed Era. Yeah. They seem yeah. like really nice guys. Like everybody would hate. They'd be like, who is this idiot with the Undisputed Era? The, this guy's his arm on everybody's shoulder. What's the deal this with guy's, him? This guy's terrible. Yeah. Fear and loathing. Jalapeno poppers, yay or nay? Nay. Lacey loves them. Can't stand them. I just don't like cream cheese. Can't stand them. But jalapenos wrapped in bacon? Yeah, that sounds good. Mm. Anthony, how can NXT maximize and get the most out of Keith Lee's title run? Is that good stories? Good stories, good yeah. feuds. Pick up some wins. Everybody, make, he's got a big target on his back and everybody's coming after him. Here's the thing. They need to make his title reign feel satisfying and fulfilling for fans whenever he eventually loses it to Karrion Cross. Exactly. Because if that doesn't happen... Then Cross is going to get a ton of heat for that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. Ryan K. Lamb, Steve's mini vacation. Are we getting country hiking Cal for a bit. It's just Tuesday and Wednesday. That's just news briefs. I could probably handle that myself. So yeah, I'm just going to be gone for news brief. Like probably just two news briefs. Yeah. Maybe I might actually be able to like news brief only takes 15 minutes to do. I could just Skype in for or uh, zoom in for a news brief. Yeah, super easy. I'm probably not going to be doing much of anything. So if we set like a time and you say, hey, can you sketch out this time? I could probably get away. I'll just be like, if I'm like out of the lake or something, I'll just do it. Like, hey, what's going on in news? There brief? you go. Do it on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Zoom. Yeah. Uh, night by night. How do we make the, this is the last one. How do we make the North American title feel important in the process? That's what I'm telling you, man. They got to, they got to do something with that in the mean, they got to do, they got to do them separate. I know. I know what you said. They got to do them separate, Larson. Nope. I feel like if they do it separate, then it's going to diminish the, it's going to make the North American title feel like the secondary belt. It's like, oh, he has the NXT title. Well, he doesn't need this one anymore. Because he's got the top belt. Do it separate. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is the top belt. And then if they want to enhance the North American title, make it feel important, you have Mm -hmm. have it on Keith Lee with the world belt. It's not important anymore. They're of equal standing. It's not important anymore. No, it's of equal standing with the world title at that point. Well, then why, why wouldn't you just unify them then? Well, we could make that case for the IC belt and the world belt in New Japan. They're more or less equal standing. Yeah, they should probably unify them. No. no. That, I think that was a bad move, to be honest with you, putting both those titles on Naito. How are you going to separate was, them? How are you going to separate was, them? From a storyline perspective, knowing what the Intercontinental title meant to him, it made sense. How are you going to separate them? Uh, they're probably going to do a thing where he has to defend him twice. I don't know. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Like whoever wins the G1 says, all right, well, I want to face you for one title first and then for the other title or something like that. Yeah. Like I want to face you for the, the world title. Oh, that doesn't work out? All right, Intercontinental. There really should be, you would think, there really should be like a separate tournament for the IC title. Japan, uh, New Japan loves their tournaments. So just do that. I think it's the New Japan Cup. You can pick the title you go after. There you go. Maybe Okada wins. Like, I've never had the Intercontinental title. I'll go for that one. That's so below him. That's what Sonata should do. Sonata should be like, I want to be the new Naito. So I want the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Then we'll all have the gold. Yeah, man. Anyways, that's it. There you go. There you go. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, AEW Review. Correct. Uh, so, yeah, join us for that live here at Twitch. We're on road to 5,000 subs and me getting a Raw Gate mutant tattoo. It's a terrible idea. The sleeve I'm on the arm, man. Willing to do it. Yep. Just the, yeah, and eventually 20,000 subs. I will, be, I will just become Raw Gate You'll mutant. You'll become Raw Gate I'll have a little yeah. Dean Ambrose right here. Yeah, it's good stuff. Anyways, thanks for go. watching, everybody. 
uh, till next time, we'll tell us. Should we do a raid? You want to do a raid? All right, we'll do a raid. We'll see who's on. Well, no promises. We might do a raid. Thanks for watching, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.